0: Hello, everybody, welcome to Ike Speaks Podcast coming to you live from Abuja, Nigeria. You are listening to Ike Speaks Podcast. Stay tuned. Alright, everybody. How's everybody doing? It's your man, Ike, i putting it down on Ike's Bigs Podcast, coming in live from Abuja, Nigeria, the heart of Africa. <laughs> and you're on the program, Conversation with Success. And I am right here sitting with Coach Sam Obafemi, the one and only Coach Sam Obafemi, <laughs> in the city of Abuja. <laughs> and we're going to be having a conversation with him about his success, and he's going to be releasing a lot of nuggets. And I want you guys to be careful I want you guys to be attentive because Kutsam is low dead. All right, Kutsam, how are you doing, sir? Good
1: to see you. Good to be here. Awesome. It's a pleasure. I'm fine. And Happy New Year. <laughs> thank you. Yes, yeah, sir. So yeah, we haven't seen this haven't year. Haven't seen. Happy Man, New Year. Welcome it's, it's, to 2019. Thank you
0: very much. I mean, but, you know, because so Kutsam puts out content every morning, you know. So even if you haven't seen Kutsam, you feel like you've seen him. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you read you read his broadcast, and and it, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a fantastic man.
1: Thank so, you, um,
0: Coach Sam, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and you know, let's take it up. So,
1: my name is Sam Obafemi. Awesome. I am called Coach Sam. I, I'm a life coach, a licensed life coach. I'm a therapist, and I'm a small business developer. So, I lead a team of coaches at Sam Obafemi Behavioral Change Academy called Sopka. Awesome. And I also lead a team of business owners under the Business Study Group platform, where we we do business development strategies and. You know, overhauling operations. So I, I love what I do. It's a beautiful life. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. A
0: beautiful life indeed. <laughs> yes, sir. So, So tell us um, how you started. How, how did the journey... Did you always know you wanted to be a life coach? You know, a lot of people these days want to be, you yeah. know, life coaches. I, I see a lot of young mm. people, you know, want to jump right into that stuff.
1: How the first time to? I stumbled on the word coaching from a non-spot angle was serendipity. Mm. I recall that in 1993 mm. I had um, in 2003, I beg you beg your pardon, I had written what I called a company profile mm. and in the profile I had said I would like to train, motivate encourage and coach people mm. the time I used that word, I didn't know what it meant. Wow. I, I didn't <laughs> even think it was an industry or something it mm. just came out. Mm. So it looked to me in retrospect that subconsciously, I always wanted to be a coach, but I was not aware. I was not aware. Wow. The first time I knew I was conscious about being a life coach was in 2010, around the time that Feladro was celebrating his, tenth, his 40th birthday, and he was doing machine makeover. Mm. He was making over different schools and communities and Mushi had a project. And I was following the pictures on his Facebook page. And then I stumbled on a flyer advertising a diploma, Mm -hmm. a UK diploma in life coaching. That was the first time it got me that, oh, coaching is actually an industry, Mm -hmm. life coaching. So subconsciously, I think I was wired to be a life coach. Mm -hmm. But consciously... I just found my way around it and stumbled on it, and it's been a very interesting journey. Awesome. Very interesting journey. I started off, uh, my first degree is computer science. Wow. But when I look back at even primary school days, I was always handpicked by my teachers to talk to people. Mm -hmm. The first time I met the wife of the former president, IBB, it was because of speaking to people. Wow. I was asked to come and make a presentation on um, oral rehydration therapy, ORT. <laughs> <laughs> and my teachers cooked me in the subject and cooked me <laughs> and I crammed and crammed and crammed and I made the presentation at about 9 p.m. Wow. at the multi-purpose hall in then and wow. IBB's wife came down to wow. shake my hand. Wow, wow. I didn't know what was going on. I was unaware of what it meant. You know, I wasn't conscious of the glory, put it that way. Secondary school days, I was attended a missionary school and I had opportunities to lead service, coordinate service. All those while, I just loved to talk. I have never had stage fright in my conscious mind. I've always been in the public. But honestly, I just loved to talk. So when I look back in retrospect, I see a design
2: mm-hmm.
1: that God brought those opportunities my way
2: mm-hmm. in
1: my unconscious you know, state, mm-hmm. but He was preparing me for my conscious time, on, which uh, is now. Mm-hmm. And so my journey has been very interesting. I, I stumbled on computer science, my grades in school then, courses that had, subjects that had to do with people. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Awesome courses that had to do with algebra, (laughs) calculus. I was struggling, (laughs) you know, and on the overall coming out from school and then stumbling on what I what I'm doing now. I now made the switch after Mm -hmm. about eight years of working as an IT personnel. So, so basically I see a combination of many things. First, I see a combination of the finger of God because the design from the beginning was an unconscious thing. Mm -hmm. Then I see a serendipity where, you know, when they say when the student is ready, the master will appear or the teacher will appear. Mm-hmm. The moment I begin, began to be conscious that this was what I wanted, then the resources began to manifest. That was where I met Larry Olushala. That's how I stumbled on. on Fela Drote. That's I met Praise, like all that. So, so the moment yeah. I became aware that I wanted this, resources started yeah. to show up. Yeah. Then the third element, which I consider very critical, is that I have been very stubborn.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: It's it's an ingredient I had to at a point accept mm-hmm. because many of my colleagues with which, with whom I attended coaching classes are not practicing wow because they can't sustain it. Wow. It's not easy to run this practice in Nigeria. So I attribute my third element to resilience and you know in the crude way stubbornness because <laughs> I have pushed every pillar could have been a stumbling block, so so for me, these three elements are key one, the finger of God, I never discount it. Mm-hmm. Number two, the preparation of life serendipity, mm-hmm. and thirdly, personal resilience mm-hmm. very, very essential.
0: Well, uh, yeah, so I was, I was listening to you one time, you know, um, take a session, I think it was on change management, where you talked about um, resilience value. Um, now, if my memory serves me correctly, and, and we bring it into context mm. with your with your story mm. would you say that you were consciously aware of that concept of resilience value when you were being resilient and stubborn with what you wanted to do
1: hmm my mom once told me that when I was very young I was very curious that why she liked me as a young chap young boy five year old six year old that was a very curious child and I would always find a way to do what I was interested in. Um, when I benchmark it against my behavior in secondary school, my behaviors in tertiary institution, my behavior even on the job, all the employments I've gone through, I think that I, I have, I have the privilege of being overtly optimistic. I have had one quote. Since my teenage years, I've always said, I can never be stranded.
0: Come on now, come on now. Never. Mm -hmm.
1: That statement, call it a prayer, call it an affirmation, it has always worked. (laughs) I have never been stranded Mm -hmm. ever since. So, my resilience element is a function of the belief systems that I have stayed with. Mm -hmm. I have consistently told myself. Things like, for instance, when I was leaving my job, I wrote three things down. As my my motto, one, you will never be stranded. Come on now. Two, you will always be willing to start afresh. Mm. Three, when you get to the point of being obstructed or trapped, mm. you'll be an escape. Wow. These three statements I wrote down in 2010 when mm. I decided I was going to leave my job, wow. and they became a subconscious driving force in my business. So, mm. so at every given time things have been crazy. Things can be annoying. economy can be difficult. Sometimes you're not sure where the next paycheck will come from. But there's just this in my head. Anyhow, it will happen. And it has become a skill. So I've moved from an affirmation to a skill. I now consciously apply it. And it has helped me manage my health. Because even when I should have been stressed up worried anxious, mm-hmm. agitated, have high blood pressure I don't <laughs> I just know <laughs> in somewhere in my head that I'm not sleeping over this mm-hmm. I'm not wishing or hoping it to happen mm-hmm. I will find a way mm-hmm. to get it happen. It takes me back again mm-hmm. to the finger of God mm-hmm. okay two things I have noticed as a pattern mm-hmm. that happened to me one that moment of brainwave. Mm-hmm has been my major strategy in business. Mm. Anything I carefully plan, I don't do it.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: (laughs) Anything I sit down and plan, 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 it Mm. doesn't work. But that brainwave that just happens, Mm. that flash of thought, Mm. if I trap it and I run with it, Mm. everything I've done successfully in the last eight years were brainwaves. Wow. Wow. Which wow. is why in the industry today, I'm very unpredictable. Mm. I release stuff, and people are like, is this guy <laughs> coming from again?" From? <laughs> because actually, I trap a brainwave mm. and I run with it. Mm. So that's one skill that has really helped me. Number two, most times I've noticed, if I have a dream, mm. is an instruction. So,
0: like physical dream, you, you sleep in and sleep. you have a dream. Yes, okay. in my I sleep. It was the I have a dream. Kind in of my <laughs> sleep,
1: <laughs> I noticed that. I hardly have sleep dreams mm-hmm. but when i have a dream in my sleep mm-hmm. and i wake up and i can remember it mm-hmm. is an instruction wow it's a pattern i've noticed wow. so i don't take it lightly mm-hmm. so when people are talking about competition you know somebody's going to steal your idea <laughs> those things don't phase me they don't phase me because one in my quiet moments when I'm in the restroom when I'm having mm-hmm. my bath mm-hmm. I get brainwaves come
0: on now and you still remember the brainwaves right? <laughs> the time in
1: fact most of my daily broadcasts mm. are bedroom moments wow And my, I more than 90% yeah. of my broadcasts the story I weave mm-hmm. the paragraphing wow. the flow of the story is wow. as I'm having my bath or as I'm using the restroom mm-hmm. I picture it Say mm-hmm. the story in my head, mm-hmm. and I'm always my phone in the restaurant. Come on now. <laughs> I write it, edit it, mm-hmm. and send it, and they mm-hmm. always give me good feedback. Mm-hmm. Then, secondly, when I sleep and I have a dream, if I can remember the dream mm-hmm. when I wake up, forget mm-hmm. it becomes a strategy. Oh. So these two, which I attribute to the finger of God, oh. is not learned. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this because listeners must understand mm-hmm. that you need to find your own code. Oh. leverage on it Mm -hmm. it's important to know your zone Mm -hmm. know the moment when you're getting the epiphany Mm -hmm. know the moment when you're getting the instruction know the moment Mm -hmm. when there's a nudge Mm -hmm. in your spirit know the moment when there's a lead Mm -hmm. know the moment when you should be convinced your Mm -hmm. convictions Mm -hmm. and beyond everything remember it is you who understands the language you received all right because it's a normal thing Around our environment for people to question what they don't understand. That's right. So people who must make progress in this life must be able to come to a point where irrespective of the impressions people have about this service or product or me, this is the instruction I have received. And it is the instruction that implies obedience. Mm-hmm. And results in the spirit, irrespective now. of religion, is a function of obedience. <laughs> so, if you want to get results, you must be willing to be obedient mm-hmm. and you must be obedient to instruction, mm-hmm. which is why I, I like what Reverend Sam said when I attended DLA in 2010. He said, Revelation is not for a learning analysis, it is to be obeyed. Wow. Mm-hmm. That statement has worked for me all, mm-hmm. because whether it's brainwave, or sleep dream, they're both revelations. Mm-hmm. I don't analyse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've got many people who told me you're too spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Some you're too quick. Mm-hmm. But that is how I've come here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how I've <laughs> reached this point. This that's how I'm able to be take audacious steps. And people, mm-hmm. after trying to resist, turn back and say, "But that guy, how is he doing it?" Mm-hmm. I've had contemporaries who felt like I was too quick, too expressive, and later they're like and show us how you do this thing. <laughs> you know, um, can you join our team even for a short time? Mm-hmm. I've not been able to join anyone's team mm-hmm. because I'm still flying in my brain waves.
0: Team all by <laughs>
1: <laughs> So, so my brother, that's that's the way. Mm-hmm. That's the way I operate. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'm. I respect everybody's hustle. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't bother me how much people try to cannibalize what I mm-hmm. do. I'm very comfortable where I'm going. Mm. I've evolved, even in my profession. Mm -hmm. I've evolved just by listening, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful.
0: Matter of fact, that's um, that's your mantra, right? We listen listen to you. We listen. Alright, so here's the thing. Yeah. There, there is a nexus between, um, or rather, is there a nexus? Because I'm I'm asking, like, Mm. I don't know. Um, is there a nexus between um, luck and determined steps in in your experience, in the things that you've been able to accomplish? Is it more of luck, serendipity, or predetermined, you worked it all out from point A all the way to point Z?
1: Hmm. When you read The Alchemist, he talks about beginner's luck.
0: No, I wanted you to talk about that, but <laughs> you <laughs> really wouldn't talk about I knew you wouldn't you wouldn't survive this session without talking about follow
1: <laughs> Yeah, that guy that guy That guy is my guardian angel. Let me put it that way. He talks about beginners luck and he says for the ignorant mind you need luck. Come on now. For the naive person mm. you need luck. For for inexperienced people you actually need luck. Mm. For new frontiers new endeavors new ideas new domains when you you know the bible says in the days of ignorance Mm -hmm. you know the lord overlooked that is luck Mm -hmm. it shows that this individual does not have what it takes Mm -hmm. to get this result so Mm -hmm. angels will come and guide you (laughs) luck is angelic mm visits or visitation Mm -hmm. simple Mm -hmm. that's my definition of luck Mm When God sends his angels to hold you through a process, Mm -hmm. you are lucky. Mm -hmm. However, luck can now convert Mm -hmm. to deliberate capital. Come on now. And it is a function of the following one, goodwill. Mm -hmm. When you are lucky, you must deliver what you are formed or what you've decided to deliver in a good way mm-hmm. so there is now trust mm-hmm. you started with luck mm-hmm. you did well mm-hmm. it converts to equity mm-hmm. which is trust mm-hmm. you can now say because this guy did well even though he was not known yeah. that was my story in Abuja mm-hmm. when I came into Abuja in 2011 from Lagos I was completely not known wow then by, by way of luck I met Buki Shonibare mm-hmm. and Buki was known everywhere mm-hmm. And by one meeting, two meetings, my prowess was perceived. Mm. That is luck. Right, right. So people perceived my prowess. Mm. God opened their eyes and I was favored. Mm. That was luck. Mm. But my performance from having been perceived... Mm Did not now stay at luck. People are saying, No, that guy is good. Oh, mm-hmm. it's not just the hype of Bukio, mm-hmm. it's not just the mm-hmm. fact that he talks with you. that guy is actually mm-hmm. good. So he converted from luck to trust. Wow, wow. When it becomes trust, mm-hmm. then you cannot enter the place of sustainability, wow. which is consistency. So for me, there are three legs mm-hmm. luck is always important for new terrains. Luck is always important. If we, we can call it grace, you can call it mm-hmm. visitation, whatever other nomenclature we can give it, mm-hmm. is still luck. Each one of us, at some point, need luck, Not right? Because just like when you are driving, there are blind angles. Mm-hmm. In this journey of life, mm-hmm. there will always be blind angles. Right, right. So, luck is a universal ingredient mm-hmm. for success. Mm-hmm. However, luck in itself, luck by itself, cannot deliver the goods. Wow. So you must use luck and convert it to trust mm-hmm. which comes from goodwill. And when you have goodwill which means people can trust you and trust you and trust you then your consistency is what they will rely on. Mm-hmm. Because trust in itself can fade. Let's good an example. Mm-hmm. You may trust me to deliver something. Someone else has passed his own luck stage and enters trust. Mm-hmm. You are now at a point where Who is a better person (laughs) between the two? It's Mm -hmm. consistency that becomes the deciding factor when trust has been equalized.
0: Consistency in what manner right now? So, mm,
1: in this work I'm doing, I've done this for consistently 15 years plus. So, there may be somebody in this same industry Mm -hmm. who has the same results as Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. but people can now look at and say, when it comes to behavioral change work, Mm -hmm. who has the more experience... Mm -hmm. Who can we rely on more? Who is more versatile? He's more exposed. He's more travelled. He's more connected. Mm-hmm. He's more networking. He's more he delivers more. He helps more. That's consistency. Mm-hmm. It's no more. It's not trust again. Mm-hmm. So consistency from the angle of expansion, service delivery, you know, relational issues, and all those other ingredients that come in. Consistency is king. There's a law in marketing. We say the law of consistency it is not enough to be proficient at something it is more important to be consistent at what you are proficient Come in because if you are up down up down up down people who seek your service may not trust if they are coming <laughs> when you are down you know Landry gave this illustration in class one time when we were having Life Coaches Refreshers course he said if you were to go to a hospital you met two surgeons. You went for a surgery, and you met two surgeons. And you read their profile. And in one profile, one surgeon is also inv- is also an investor and inv- involved in real estate, farming, <laughs> you know. And then the other surgeon, mm-hmm. all his professional life has been a surgeon. Wow. He said, as a parent, who would you likely pick to undertake the surgery for you? Of course, majority said the, the full-time surgeon. Mm-hmm. Why? Because this guy, his mind is in many places. <laughs> so the law of consistency will always favor that who has mm-hmm. been in the field. Mm-hmm. If you put your hands on the floor, you like can't I'm look back. back. That is consistency. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. consistency. So at what
0: stage does luck run out for Lu- consistency and trust to start? Is there is there like a time frame?
1: No. Luck is forever. Luck is forever. Mm-hmm. You are consistent. Mm-hmm. From your consistency you get to grow mm-hmm. so you pass a particular threshold and enter a new threshold you need luck in that threshold
2: mm-hmm. Okay.
1: so I'm a Lagos champion I come to Abuja I need luck in Abuja mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. I become versatile before you know it I'm a national resource mm-hmm. then I become i now get invitation to become an international resource mm-hmm. the moment I step out of Nigeria I need luck to go to The connect, the contact, the language, the culture Mm -hmm. shock. Mm -hmm. You need luck. You need someone who can help you balance out the culture shock Mm -hmm. and the relational shock and even communication shock Mm -hmm. because how we talk here is not how you go going to speak abroad. So you need luck. Mm -hmm. When you become an international um, resource person, then you probably don't start getting attention from global like world platforms like the UN, like UNICEF, like World Bank... Is luck too? Mm. You need luck to get in Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and to stay in. And as you're growing Mm -hmm. your requisite capital, you need luck to stay because there are regime changes across the world. So there's no time where luck fades out. Mm. It is just that you can't rely on luck Mm. to do anything. Mm. You need luck for moments where there are blind spots, Mm. where you are not there, where you need to scale up, Mm. where you need to expand, Mm. where you need to transit. Those are luck moments mm. that happens. Very, very important. Mm. So, in scripture, Jesus needed to take a walk. And he saw an ass that was on mountain. Mm-hmm. That was luck. Mm-hmm. That ass was placed strategically to aid his journey for that day. Oh, no. His luck. Mm-hmm. He went, saw a lady at the well. Says, I want water. That was luck. <laughs> strategically speaking, because he mm-hmm. couldn't draw water. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a bottle or mm-hmm. bowl to draw water. Mm-hmm. So, At every given time in the in life, Mm -hmm. God plants angels. That's why I said luck for me Mm -hmm. is ministering angels. Mm -hmm. God plants a helper in our journey to make it easy for a transition. Mm -hmm. Whether you call it business or personal, whatever we adapt it, and Mm -hmm. that help Mm -hmm. is luck. Because you don't earn luck. It's not something you work for. Mm -hmm. It's not something you can explain. You can't you can't say you deserve luck. Mm. It's grace, it's help, mm. and it's a ministry of angels. Come on. And it's forever. Mm. We all need luck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, how do you position yourself um, for for luck? Is there such a thing as you know positioning? Yes, oneself
1: there is. For luck? There is the first positioning is mental. Mm, mental. I will always enjoy luck. Come on. Now. That's why I said I can never be stranded.
0: I want, I want you to
1: say it again. <laughs> I will always enjoy luck.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a
1: mental thing. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about luck, just like you can't earn it, you also cannot explain when you need it. Wow. You wow. Cannot, I that's, cannot, that's, yes, I cannot it. categorically tell you mm-hmm. that, okay, I'm going to the U.S. I need mm-hmm. luck at the airport. Mm-hmm. I need luck at the immigration. You can't mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. Because actually, on paper, mm-hmm. I may have all the documentation. Mm-hmm. But as a Nigerian or African... There may be complications around the time I'm arriving... Immigration port, And somebody can just say... Just move, just move. That's luck. They may keep other people and you... They just say, you know, just move on. That's luck. So nobody can categorically say... When they need luck. Hmm. You just have to make sure that in your mind... You don't resist luck. Wow. Because what you value... You would enjoy. So if in your mind you decide... That I am a candidate of ministering angels. Mm-hmm. Luck will follow you. That's the right. That's the only positioning I see. Because mm-hmm. you cannot strategize luck. <laughs> you can't say I'm strategizing so that I'll be lucky. <laughs> you can't time luck, you can't schedule mm-hmm. luck, you can't strategize luck, mm-hmm. you can't demand it. Mm-hmm. It's grace, it's ministering angels. So the only thing is to believe it mm-hmm. that I would enjoy luck. Mm-hmm. That's the only positioning for luck, is belief. Mm-hmm. And need to flow,
0: but luck has to go hand in glove with competence, right? You, Such that when the door is open, yes,
1: um, it was Alexander Ford who said, Prep- "When preparation meets you unprepared, when an opportunity meets you unprepared, it will make a fool of you."
2: Ooh.
1: Damn. When an opportunity <laughs> meets you unprepared, it will make a fool of you, Ooh. which is why someone else says, "Preparation meets opportunity mm. is equal to success," because there will always be an opportunity. Hmm. this life that's why Mm. for me i I always tell people life is fair Mm. what Mm. you see as unfair in another angle is an advantage to you that someone doesn't have so Mm -hmm. so for every soul sent to earth there are opportunities that you can take Mm. will you be able to use it it's not a function of you mentally Mm. financially socially Mm. and emotionally being ready before it Mm. now let's be frank too there are opportunities that you really we're not prepared for
2: that's
1: where luck plays a role mm-hmm. so you hear things like you apply for a job you are invited to the panel the requisite experience they need you don't have it
2: mm-hmm.
1: but something just stood. there was this unsettled burden that go go just go mm-hmm. and you go you are apprehensive you are tense but you sit down somebody in the panel just says i just think that i don't know why i just think i want us to select you you can't explain that mm-hmm. You can't, and we can't say, Oh, well, you we saw that in future you have experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it brings back that point that in as much as preparation is a requisite for success, mm-hmm. there are times when preparation in itself is ineffective, mm-hmm. luck still plays a role. Mm-hmm. So, to create balance, both are key mm-hmm. where you can prepare prepare. Mm -hmm. So that when luck comes, it covers you in Mm -hmm. the area of your ignorance. Mm -hmm. For me, luck is effective in ignorance. Mm -hmm. Luck may not be effective where you should have prepared. Mm. Mm. So that our listeners don't say, well, I'll be lucky. (laughs) No. Where you're supposed to prepare, Mm -hmm. prepare. Mm -hmm. So that where you're not prepared, it turns out that you're not prepared, Mm -hmm. luck can cover you.
0: Wow. Wow. Alright, so let's, um, let's get into another angle. In <laughs> you know, all of your experiences, you know how it is that they say failure can help you succeed and mm, all that mm, stuff. Mm. Do you see, or, or, or do you feel that statement being true in your experiences um, in terms of the things that you failed at, if any, uh, and how they prepared you, if they did, for where you are right now?
1: Hmm. It's a very dicey position. In neuroscience, we normally will say failure is, there's no failure, there's only feedback. Um, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> that, that statement is partially true. And I would explain. There are some timing of failure. There are some timing of failure that is eternally disruptive. Come on now. <laughs> so, let's not miss it. There are there are some failures which if within your control, you should not accommodate. Which is where um, preparation is a lot to help guard against failures. Failure primarily is supposed to be a lesson and a teacher. But there are some lessons you learn that does not mean you can correct the mistake. There are some grave lessons that you can never recover from. There are grave lessons that you can recover from. Mm -hmm. So, failure is inevitable in most of life's endeavors. That's true. Failure is feedback because Mm -hmm. it teaches you a a thing or two. That's true. But timing of failure... (laughs) hmm. Wisdom is profitable to direct. A typical Mm -hmm. example. I have a first degree in computer science. Mm -hmm. I do... I do not think I regret having a degree in computer science. It has helped me in a lot of ways. But in this dispensation, unless you really want to do full-time computing and maybe software development and technology full-time, like like hardcore, you don't need a computer science degree. Everybody is tech-savvy to a very large extent. As I speak with you now, I'm, I'm, I'm drawn between... Going for a full time undergraduate course in psychiatry. Wow. And my research shows that I will spend a minimum of six years. Wow. Because I have to first do medicine, mm. then branch into psychiatry residency before I now get a license to be a full time psychiatrist. Mm. Which is really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, did I have to read computer science for five <laughs> years and work with it for another eight mm-hmm. years? So, 13 years I committed in building ICT skills. Mm which I'm not discounting, mm-hmm. but I'm not directly adding the kind of value for where I wish I was. Mm-hmm. So, there's timing to failure. The failure to understand the course I should have read mm-hmm. is why I'm where I am. Mm-hmm. Which means I have to now invest millions of naira and time wow. to now go back to the course I could have done mm-hmm. from the beginning. I could have done any of the social science courses and I would have been perfectly fine. So failure has timing, mm-hmm. and it's not everyone you bounce back from. <laughs> it's not. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it's not. So there are there are more grave failure, grave failures that one has that has encountered, and you're asking yourself that if from the beginning I had the information at my disposal and I used it well, I would not have found myself in this trap or. Difficulty or complications. There are complications we have found ourselves at our current time in life. That if we could just take back our last decade, mm-hmm. we we'll would not be here. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't, um, I don't demonize failure. Failure is inevitable, like I said. Failure is a lesson. Mm-hmm. But I am so certain the timing of failure is key. Mm-hmm.
2: There
1: are some things, and I say this to young people minimize your errors in your youth (laughs) because the more the error the more the consequences and that's timing of failure it's easier for you as a young person to be very meticulous and circumspect be careful be sober observe stuff ride with people who can force you to do what is good rather than be driven by your exuberances because the more you grow older Then you begin to realize that you're so indulged in a lot of vanities that are distracting you. Most of our young people started substance intake just Mm -hmm. by curiosity. Mm -hmm. And before they know it is an addiction, Mm -hmm. then it becomes a war. Mm -hmm. See the progression. Mm -hmm. So then you now say, I failed at curbing my drug intake. I wish Mm -hmm. I could go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's not something you recover from Mm -hmm. easily. So, mm-hmm. so that's my perspective about failure. I just hope that the kind of failure that would make it irreversible, you know, that God would just help us escape it. Because there's a timing to failure, my mm-hmm. brother. I know that from experience. <laughs> there's a timing to failure. I'm telling you, it's mm-hmm. very significant mm-hmm. pain mm-hmm. that I know very well.
0: Thank you very much. Um, so, um, right before we go, yeah. um, I'd like to I'd like to profile you a little bit in terms of your consulting work and um, um, your mild, or rather, your achievements so far, or your fact sheet. Could you <laughs> could you go into that a little bit?
1: Okay. Um, what specific information would I would would you want?
0: Uh, so, like, how many organizations? How many people? Okay. You know, hmm
1: consulting, I have had the good um, privilege of consulting for some of the best crop of organizations in Lagos and Abuja. Most of our patronage have come from referrals. Mm. We we have positioned ourselves where we are customers of other consulting firms. Wow. So, soccer as an organization does not necessarily do legwork. Mm. No. We... We don't do legwork. We, we have positioned ourselves in the minds of our partner organizations because we are content developers. We are curriculum developers. We are training developers. So other consulting firms who do legwork need us to build content for them. And because we are content developers, we also have in-house faculty. We have a lot of people that have trained through us so we have access to resource people which is also another advantage mm-hmm. so our strength in strategy is that we serve those who serve other people mm-hmm. and that has given us a lot of mileage so we get a lot of jobs that give us a lot of speed so our primary customers or clients if you if you like are consulting outfits mm-hmm. and then we through them we reach the consumer mm-hmm. Um, we hardly have direct access to consumers It's deliberate Mm -hmm. but because i'm also a therapist Mm -hmm. when soccer is invited to do consulting jobs for organizations um, then we get called up you know for interventions Mm -hmm. and i can tell you that within the last three years alone we have done interventions for well over three thousand people both group and individuals is very overwhelming. Ooh. Um as at last night I can tell you I, I got home 2 a.m because of an emergency intervention. As Ooh. even today, I think my last appointment today starts at 10 p.m. So so <laughs> the demand is such that I I am almost unable to put a cap to my time. Mm. The only thing I've been able I've been able to restructure my time such that I don't resume early. Mm. Uh, my my day starts about ten eleven am because I know my work late, mm-hmm. you know. So so basically that's it. so in terms of numbers and figures, we have um, right, as at the last count I think we we have about seventy five clients that are top notch, but wow. top notch um, government servicing organisations, cross border consulting, um, top consulting Lagos Abuja, most of them Lagos Abuja. Um, mm-hmm. We have some privileges, some World Bank-connected or UN-related organizations. May Um Wari, Binning City, you know, just scattered across the places. So, so that's for organizations. For individuals, like I said, we've, we've reached out to over 2,500 to 3,000 individuals and groups and social organizations. And then, most recently, in the last maybe 9 to 12 months, we've had a surge... Of the northern market when it has to do with addictions and drugs and um, all these mental health related issues Um, there's been a surge and it's largely because like i said luck transits to trust Mm -hmm. and transits to consistency Mm -hmm. so the trust element with one client was what was transferred to other client you know potentials and that consistency has helped us so so that is where the majority of our demand is coming from now because there's a lot of um, mental health exposures Mm -hmm. so now the beautiful thing is so when you help a family or an individual with their mental health issues and then they now realize you actually do consulting Mm -hmm. then they now hire you Mm -hmm. so now is where we're beginning to have direct access to consumers from consulting instead of the the middleman Mm -hmm. approach we started Mm -hmm. from so so it's been promising and very demanding too you know very demanding but we're out to the task. Awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so very much for having this that. conversation. I with truly appreciate appreciate <laughs> it. It's been a beautiful session. Um Coach Sam Simon is very active on Facebook um at Sam above me. Uh, Facebook Sam above me yes. on Twitter @s above me on Instagram @s, S above me as well and um his website is
1: I, uh, my, my personal website is intentionally shut down okay. but all resources about me but what do I know dot ng
0: but what do I know dot ng but what do I know is a book it's Kutsam's latest book you guys should go get that book but what do I know dot ng Kutsam yes. would you want to talk a little bit about book
1: that book <laughs> controversial king you know I I I I, I treaded on dangerous grounds <laughs> <laughs> writing that book Talked about sex, Hmm. talked about spirituality and the church, Hmm. religiosity. Hmm. I poked a lot, Hmm. you know, and I got a lot of backlash. Fine Hmm. backlash, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm not backing down at all. Um, I talked about emotional health, mental health. Hmm. Then I invested over a hundred pages talking about business. Hmm. You know, I all my newsletters about business. I invested in the book. About over forty-seven lessons wow. in business. So, so the book is is useful. I talked about porn, um, homosexuality, the LGBT, cross-religious relationship mm-hmm. and marriage, mm-hmm. cross-cultural issues. The book I laid bare everything. I talked about my issues, my my struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, so so the book is useful to teenagers, especially when it has to do with relationships, sex and sexuality is useful to young people and um, religious people when so they can understand the dimensions of spirituality relationship with god and how religion can become a trap it's useful to of course business owners because it's a good chunk of exposure for business then it's really it's useful to people who are struggling with depression and um, suicide and all those mental health related problems like loneliness like um, eating disorders, insomnia. There are a lot of resources in the mental health section. So the book is everybody's book. Mm. But the, my advice, if you cannot handle the truth, <laughs> don't buy the book. go down <laughs> that rabbit hole. <laughs> 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 Thank you so very much. Um, you're That's still it. listening to
0: IK Speaks Podcast coming to you live from Abuja nigeria the heartbeat of africa right about that we're about to call it a wrap on this show we've been talking with coach sam obafemi who is a behavioral change um um boss <laughs> and he's a life coach as well and he's the president of sam obafemi behavioral change academy sub thank you so very much for having me i appreciate appreciate it. you very much all right listeners you heard it here first yeah. Remember, this is Ike Speaks Podcast coming to live from Abuja. Time to draw the cotton. Talk to you again some other time. You've just listened to Ike Speaks Podcast. Stay tuned.